I wondered this week about praise. I read an article that said that when people leave organizations and they reject their manager <laughs> and leave, one of the top three reasons why they reject mm. their manager is they don't get enough praise. I thought we could explore in real talk, how can we give people praise in a way that reinforces the behavior in a really positive way? So almost an elevated level of positive feedback. Right. And as a starting point, I want to throw this out there and see what you think. Most people don't hear praise. Right. So what's praise actually to begin with? Is it if I say good job, Brad? Right. So, you know, immediately I want to jump on that because I think that's where a lot of people think it is, right? So at the end of the day, you might be you're walking out of the office or you're getting off a, a virtual call these days and your manager says, oh, Frank, hey, well done. Great meeting. He's probably right. It was a great meeting. She's probably right. It was a great meeting. But it doesn't help you at all. It doesn't tell you what was great. It doesn't tell you why it was great. And it doesn't tell you specifically how it had an impact. And I believe that maybe if you really unpack praise, it's the most explicit form of feedback you can give to someone. Yes, um, I agree. And uh, there's, I think it's, it is often misunderstood, I would say. I think there has been, you know, a lot of talk and articles and so on about uh, positive reinforcement. So something that, you know, managers should do, not just take every achievement for granted and just move on to the next challenge, um, but, you know, give some sort of praise back. But because most people never spend any time thinking about what is it that I actually need to say for that praise to take hold versus saying good job. If somebody is generally good, he will hear good job, Frank, or good job, Maria, every day, maybe even multiple times. So how much does that then eventually count after a while? I will tell you that if my manager comes to me at the end of the day and says, good presentation, Frank, it does make me feel good. But, but how good? You know, is it, how long will I remember this, right? If they would, instead take a little bit more time just in you know rather than walking by and saying hey frank good job but spend a little bit more time on what you said is saying what is it actually that i think was a good job and what was the impact of that what i did plus if they can also add why was that important that it had that impact in a short feedback, not in a 10-minute speech. No. But, you know, then, then I think I would remember this for a very, very, very long time. I think it's a difference between spending three seconds saying something and spending 30 seconds saying something. Yes. Because as a manager, what you're doing there is you're really valuing the contribution the individual makes. You're encouraging the heart to go back to our leadership behaviors from a previous episode, you're really encouraging the heart. You're making that person know why they're valued. And that's why you remember it, because that manager 
has taken a moment to think about what it was you did, why it was important and how it had an impact. Those are the three things that you can then go on and replicate next time you're giving a presentation. Exactly. You know what this connects to also, I remember that in the first episode of this uh, leadership season that we did, uh, it was called uh, Leader Shift. One of the things that we were talking about is, oh, was it in that episode or another? <laughs> um, <laughs> was that it, this would connect with, you know, some of the core needs that we as individuals have at work. Mm -hmm. For example, first of all, we feel respected when somebody actually tells us our work was good uh, and takes the time to elaborate on this a little bit. But it also increases our sense of belonging, right? When we know what the impact was. And so then out of a sudden, we have real evidence in enforcing the belief that we're part of something that matters. And if that's not encouraging, I don't know what else is. Well, and if you think about it, you said before, how, how long does it last for? I wonder whether it lands at all if you've heard your manager say, well done, a hundred times in the last year. Because most people know when they've done a good job. That's true. But you know what? Why? What makes this actually worse? So it's not, I, I don't think it's a bad thing if somebody tells you every day, in case it's warranted, that you did a good job and even does this in a three second walk by. But Agreed. you will know that at the same time, the same manager will spend um, a crazy amount of time bringing it home if something was not all right. Right. So, they, <laughs> right. so when something was not all right, they will take you into your office for 20 minutes and give you a very long speech about how much that sucked. <laughs> so you will leave that room shattered. Right? Correct. Yeah. Crying yeah. into Versus your bed. By good job. And, and in relation to, to those two extremes, how much does the good job even matter? So I think spending a, a decent amount of time on, on praise, that is something that's really important. The otherwise things are out of balance. You know, when, when you say that, you remind me of uh, a story I once observed here in my village. Uh, so I live in a village, we have a post office, um, and a few years back it was run by an ex-military guy, uh, quite old, uh, early 60s, and the two uh, individuals who uh, sit behind the glass to do the, run the post office were actually it was three women all over 60 um, who shared the job. Lovely people, friendly, warm, maybe spent a little bit too long chatting with the customers, but you know, they were really yeah. nice people. <laughs> so it's about 20 past five one evening and I've gone to take some stuff I'm selling on eBay. I need to get it out today. And I'm in the queue, I'm like third from the back. <laughs> and uh, um, the postmaster he's called here in the UK, um, he leaves. And he, as he turns around at the door of the post office, he says, bye ladies, like this, and he waves. <laughs> bye Tom. Anyway, when I reach the counter, it's about two minutes, three minutes later, Tom comes back in, marches up to the window, and he knocks on the window. Both the women behind look up and he says, ladies, I forgot to say, thank you for an exceptionally hard day's work. We've been super busy today and you've been brilliant. Well done you. Turned around and walked out. These two women, Frank, 
were smiling from ear to ear. So obviously this logged with me. So when I'm talking to Lorraine, uh, I say, Lorraine, um, does he do that every day? And she went, oh no, only when we're really busy. And like, Frank, we live in a village. We're not that, <laughs> we're not that busy, right? <laughs> it's a village post office. But when I left there, I was thinking to myself, you know, this was a guy who worked in the military. He left for the day and then he came back to value those two people's contribution. And the smile on their face would stay with them for the rest of that week. So how much more effort does he get out of those two people just by turning around and for 30 seconds thanking them for working really hard? Right. Not even 30 seconds in this case. Right. Yeah. And I wonder, you know, sometimes I think we're all so busy. We are all so busy. Even more so now in the virtual world we're living in where you don't have the walk by. If as managers, we could just spend a little bit of time looking at what our people are doing and really thinking about the impact that it has, they will feel more valued and therefore be more committed to the team, the process, the goals, and the knock-on effect is exponential. Yes, I love that, Brad. And it's really about, you need to make praise matter. Nice phrase. Right? And um, imagine... I mean, it doesn't even have to be, you know, when you connect it with an impact and why something was important, it cannot be and does not have to be for everyone something such as a grand, like your presentation that you did just save the future of the company. It doesn't, isn't always the case. Uh, you know, you might have someone who was just, I don't know, preparing a report on something or I don't know what it is. It can be something small, but almost everything mm. has an impact and has a reason why it was important. Sometimes this is even known to the person you give the praise to, but the pure fact that you're taking out a little bit of time and look someone in the eye and genuinely say these things and spell them out again, what it did for you or for the company or for someone else that the person has been doing this and that in a particular way and why that's important, even if it's small things, you can say this to everyone. Everybody, absolutely everybody in a corporation who is actually doing a good job at what they're doing somehow is a piece of the puddle or puzzle or a, a, a gear in the machine that actually matters. And reminding people of that, that, they are, that they are playing this role is very, very powerful. It just means that right, this person has just seen me, has seen my contribution and is valuing it. And I think you can really make a difference as a, um, as a manager if you employ this as, I was almost going to say as a tactic, but I don't mean it so cold. Um, I mean it as a, um, how do you say, as a decent thing to do. It's, it's essentially, it's a technique that you can adopt really simply because we're talking about three explicit steps. You praise someone specifically. So you find two or three things that they've done specifically in the presentation, uh, the way they handled a, a customer call, for example, uh, how they ran a meeting with a client. Exactly. So you praise them specifically. 
Step two, you describe the impact. So you show them why what they were doing, why these specific things were important in that specific situation. And then step three is you reinforce the identity by explaining why what they've specifically done was so important. Right. And in those three things, neuroscience will tell us, Frank, that you'll help them release pheromones that will, you know, become quite addictive for them. So there's neuroscience that backs this up, right? They'll feel great and they'll want that feeling again. So they'll replicate behavior. Yeah, so you mean they get kind of, um, they want to feel that again. Yes, the endorphins released will make them feel great. Yes, but, so by, but you need to connect it. This is why it's so powerful to connect it with what they've done. So they know if they want to have that feeling again, they need to do something like that again. Right. Which is why it's so important to be specific and describe the impact. Yeah. So they make the connection. And to your point, if we're making that connection as a manager, then they'll feel really seen. That's very powerful to be seen, especially in a larger corporation. You know that when, when a big corporation, this, you know the, the phrase that you know everybody is just a number there, of people feel like they're, they're just a number. And to some degree, of course, that's also true. If they would, you know, most people, if they would leave the company, there would be someone else coming in. It's not like the company will go bankrupt just because one, no matter which person leaves. Uh, but at the same time, everyone counts. Everybody contributes. And especially in the larger corporations, taking this time out and reconnecting someone with uh, the impact that they're having through actual praise if it's deserved. You should not use praise when it's not deserved. Um, then I think this, this eliminates this feeling of I'm just a number, or at least it, it, it makes it a lot less prominent. And I'm sure that there's an argument for the fact that, you know, everyone is paid to do their job. Um, so doing a good job should be the baseline expectation. Uh, if I go around praising you every single day in this way, maybe that will become tired. That's but, right. You know, if you go above and beyond and you really do a good piece of work, then as the manager, I should take time out and think about what was it that you did that was so good to make you feel that value. Yeah. Actually, that, what you just said reminded me of something that on the other end of the spectrum, some managers only ever give praise if something was truly unusually outstanding. Mm -hmm. and, and for every other day in the week, so to speak, they're, they're not saying anything other than maybe thanks. But that's not really enough either, is it? So I think there have to be degrees of it's praise that you're, that you're actually using and reserving it only for the absolutely rare, outstanding, innovative thing that somebody would have done maybe once in his life. That's not enough, I think. No, and on the other extreme, you've got managers who and team members who have said to me in coaching sessions and training workshops, I know if I'm doing a good job because my manager leaves me alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Right? 
So oh. I, only, I only hear from them when I'm not doing something right. Yeah. So degrees and, and balance, maybe it's just, you know, it's that word, it comes up so often in our conversations. It's about finding the right balance. Yeah, and we have gratitude. So we can say thank you. Uh, we've got positive feedback. So we can say, hey, this was the situation. This was your behavior. This was the impact. Thank you very much. And then we've got praise, which is the specific, the impact, and then reinforcing the identity, the why it was important. Yeah. And with those three layers, I think we can mix it up over the course of any month where we show gratitude and appreciation for someone's contribution every day. We can give them positive feedback when they're doing good stuff along the way. And we can use praise when they're doing really good stuff. Because yeah. it's a bit like, you know, if you're a parent and you have a, you know, a young person that you're growing up, if you say, hey, you're brilliant every day, well, they grow up with a confused sense of self. That's true. I actually also uh, um, saw that in, in the past when, you know, some managers were using in, in elevated levels of praise, actually, um, even for, you know, the smallest thing. So it becomes like a daily thing. Uh, the team members, sometimes depending on the person, but it can happen that uh, they become very full of themselves. Mm -hmm. But it's also not warranted in you know the reality, really, and that's difficult to deal with for everyone. Then, not just for the for the manager, for everyone. Yeah, I, and actually, you know, we, we were talking offline a little bit, but you know, you've also got those people uh, who seek out praise for everything yes. maybe they've been brought up by you know their caregivers who tell them they're amazing and they're standing at your desk 20 times a day telling you what they're doing because they want you to validate them yes that's right oh but i, I mean i would just assume there's uh, for those there's a, a big layer of insecurity that makes them want to hear that all the time yeah for sure but anyway, now that we're at it, assuming because it's quite likely that as a manager at one point you have one of those people on your team, how would you suggest to deal with that? Well, apart from smiling at them and, and saying, look, stop coming and talking to me and just get on with your work. Um, yes, apart from that. <laughs> apart, apart from that. Look, I, I think then it's about actually giving feedback to that individual. I think when you have people who are needy in that way and you have them seeking constant validation, for me, this is where the coaching manager comes into their own. This is when I would turn around and in a one-to-one -one setting with you, say, Frank, listen, I wanted to explore something with you. Um, I don't know if you're aware but I've observed in the last two weeks, you've come to me on more than 16 occasions to just share with me what you're doing. You, you know I trust you, right? And I think that what my experience tells me is that when you've got people who are constantly coming and saying, hey, this is what I've done, this is what I've done, they're seeking that validation, it might be because they don't actually feel trusted so it might be pointing out to you that you haven't valued them but often I say to managers when I'm working with them 
when was the last time you told your staff that you trust them? Yeah, this is super, super powerful. And I'll tell you something I have um, heard in the recent months that <clears throat> this, this kind of behavior where people are constantly CCing their managers on <clears throat> all, now on all kinds of emails that they send on every presentation they did, but also asked, actively asking, you know, what do you think on the smallest things? It's, it's, it's very elevated. Now, you know, that everybody is, is working from home. So I assume that it just, what it does is just, or what it did is just uncovers that there are insecurities about the level of trust between manager and associate. It did uncover this. But previously, they could probably just see from the expression on your face whether you're pleased enough so you would not ask. Um, also, they in the office setting, you just get a lot more of a sense of what's really going on or if there's something going on. Uh, so I don't think people have this behavior so much in an office setting, but now that that's no longer the case for, for most workers, um, you have this, this constant um, need for attention at, at much elevated levels. But perhaps to your point, maybe it's time to say to even take those people in a one-on-one -on -one and have exactly that conversation that you said. I said, I've noticed this, know that I trust you, don't you? Um, and just explore this just a little bit. It's, it's just about confirmation that you're safe, isn't it? Yeah, it, and, but I think it's a, there's a secondary layer to that because I think that enables them to then act as leaders, we want to enable others to act. And if someone doesn't feel trusted or valued, they won't feel enabled because they're coming for you to say, yes, that sounds great. Well done. Exactly. That's, that's behind all that, of course. I mean, the, the, the positive effect of establishing a level or re-establishing a level, a degree of trust so that people don't need to check on every step that they make Am I safe? Am I all right? You know, is this the right direction? Do you want me to correct the direction? Um, but, you know, they actually start running instead of stopping after every step. I, I'm reminded of um, a leader who, who once said to me that on a monthly basis, they would have a little alarm go off on like an, in, when Outlook, you used to set reminders in Outlook, yeah? And he used to have a reminder come up once a month with the name of someone in his team. And literally their name would appear. And he would then go and look for things to praise the team member. And every month. So then over the course of a year, there were 10, a minimum 10 or 11 times that they would go and do it. Because if he didn't have this reminder, he wouldn't think about it. Because ah, he didn't, he didn't need pre, he didn't need yeah. praise himself, right? And I quite like that. Yes, I like that very much because it's it. This is one of those things that we will easily always say, "I should be, I should start doing this." But then, for some reason, you forget about it or deprioritize it in the face of everything else that happens in your life at work and so on. So you end up not doing it. And I think that's very, very nice. This, this, this little reminder, so easy to set up. And I don't think it's actually a lot of work either. So if let's say you have a reminder saying John's up this week or something like yeah. that, 
um, and you just spend you know five minutes maybe to quickly scroll through your emails or remember a few things that actually happened in the month uh, with him or the contributions that he was uh, a part of, then either calling them or writing a short email, a genuine one, uh, with the right you know delivery of praise, then I think this uh, will, will fix. Uh, this will fix actually the problem that you know that you never take out the time for it right and i think actually that these three steps so praising specifically describing the impact reinforcing the identity for me with my own team i like to use those three steps in a conversation with them so i will always call them if i'm not you know face to face with my team we're all remote and then after the conversation, I'll put it in an email. Just one paragraph with those yeah. three elements, three sentences. And you know what, Frank? I'm absolutely positive that those emails get saved. Nice. Because it reminds people of that value. Yeah. Maybe they take it home or they, you know, they, they screenshot it and share it with their partner. Hey, just got this from the boss. Yes. And, and it gives, yeah, right? I think it does. Um, and maybe it's as simple as that. Maybe we just need to be reminded, not to say it every day, because to your first point when we kicked off, no one needs to hear it every day because it starts to lose value. But if we can find a regular cadence, every month, every six weeks, whenever it is, where we explore what that individual's done and then give them some really specific praise, I think the returns we'll get from a team productivity will be huge. Yeah, it will be. You know, there's this, there's this related uh, debates, almost like a half science, for example, how do I get my employees to engage more mm -hmm. with their job, with the business and so on? Uh, how do I reward them so they stay? And uh, so there are all these different aspects of it. And all of them, I think, count a little, especially with regards to rewards and recognition and so on. There's, of course, you can pay some extra money. You can give a day off. All those things have their place, I think. But I think the most powerful one is something that connects emotionally. Mm. And, and we can't underestimate the generational challenges we have we work in a multi-generational environment now and i think if you look across the generations from your x and y's to your baby boomers to your millennials to your gen z each of those generations looks at praise slightly differently the yeah. need is slightly different yeah but i would argue all of them have it everyone has a need for, for, sure. for some sure. degree yeah yeah for sure it's, but it's getting the balance right. Yeah. So there may be one generation that needs more, one generation that needs less, but all generations need it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the interesting challenge for the manager with these multi-generational teams. I, I, I sense I might be a, a, another episode for Real Talk. It might be. <laughs> I'm going to make a note now. <laughs> maybe, maybe we've 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 come full circle in a slightly shorter uh, version today of, of of our pod because it seems to me that there's something very simply beautiful about a three-step approach to 
encouraging the heart, making people feel valued. And it's this specific praise. Yeah, let's summarize this again at the end and then we wrap up. So yeah. the perfect way of giving praise. So I believe there's three steps. The first is we have to praise specifically. So we need to look for one, two, three things that the person has done that explicitly highlights what was good. Step two, we need to be able to describe the impact that had. So what was it that they did that changed a situation or impacted the situation in a positive way? And then the third step is to reinforce the identity, to give that individual a reason why what they did was so important. The why being so important because as we read every day in leadership blogs, that's what everyone's looking for, right? The purpose of doing it. So pray specifically, describe the impact, then reinforce the identity. And in those three steps, I believe you have a powerful three-step praise technique.